0: Hi, I'm Thomas Ryan with Thomas Ryan Real Estate, and these are my 2020 reflections. Like so many of you, this year started on a high for me. I was coming off one of my most successful years in the business, I had an almost one-year-old boy at home, we were getting into the rhythm of life and ramping up for another great year. In 2019, I set a transaction goal of 19 transactions of homes sold, leased, or referrals. And at the 11th hour on January 30th, 2019, I was able to reach 19 transactions for the year. At the end of 2019, beginning of 2020, I sat down to plan out my goals for the year. I decided rather than set transaction or production goals for the year, I would lay out a series of intentions of which I believed if I completed, They would lead me towards the production level I would feel confident and satisfied with. These intentions were, one, 12 Chino and the Hills podcast episodes recorded. Second, six Always Be Consulting podcast episodes recorded. Third, 12 farm door hangers or postcards sent out to the community in which I market to. Fourth, 12 top 100 mailers, two of which would be handwritten. These would be mailers going out to my past previous clients. And fifth, two phone calls to my top 100 previous clients. I was able to complete all of these intentions with the exception of two of them, two handwritten mailers, and two phone calls to my top 100 clients. Monthly marketing to my farm and mailers to my top 100 clients, right on pace for my goal. When around the second week of March, I had my last open house of 2020. It was kind of weird because everyone was somewhat aware of COVID and we were being told to wash our hands and give elbow bumps instead of shake hands, but that was pretty much it. Later that week, I remember watching an NBA game on TV and a game was canceled right before the game was supposed to start because one of the players tested positive for COVID. The NBA canceling game started a snowball of cancellations, closures, and stay at home orders. I think we all thought this was was going to be a two week, slow the spread type situation and we would be back to normal. As we all know, these 15 days turned into months and months of our new normal. I'll admit it, I was a little nervous about my business and the real estate industry in general. How would we do business and ultimately if our clients would want to do business? Side note, throughout 2018 and 2019, I paid for a subscription service which provided funny real estate social media content, memes, videos, etc. Because why not have fun with the business? When COVID hit, one of the biggest and most important shifts in my business I made was canceling this subscription, which I enjoy comedy and the comedic aspect of all situations. I didn't feel it would be in good taste to continue on with this type of content. Instead, I felt it was absolutely imperative that I focused on sharing knowledge and so I switched to a new subscription, Keeping Current Matters, which I still have now. This genius team of researchers and content creators helped me shift my mindset to being a knowledge broker. And with their knowledge, stats and content, I was able to gain confidence in myself and the real estate market and the ensuing recovery. In turn, I could educate the consumer, my clients, about what to expect, what is happening, and to be confident in the fact that it is both safe and prosperous to transact in real estate in 2020. I have leaned on Keeping Current Matters hard for their strong research, knowledge, insight from top industry professionals, and of course, their content to aid in communicating and aggregating this knowledge to my clients and sphere. Back to March, April of 2020. I can definitely speak for my business personally, as well as a number of my colleagues in saying that our business definitely slowed down. Clients whom were planning to make a move in spring or summer, put that on hold until further notice, fearing exposure from people viewing their home, exposure viewing other people's homes, as well as nervousness about what would happen with the market. Would prices drop? Would the market collapse altogether? It was my focus and continues to be my focus to first educate my clients on the measures we are taking to keep us all safe and healthy as it pertains to the real estate transaction. And second, what is going on with the market and what the predictions are for the future. So the first thing, what are we, the industry and me specifically doing to keep you safe? On the listing side, one, all showings are scheduled with notice. Additionally, anyone entering your home, including potential buyers, their agent, inspectors, appraisers, etc., are required to sign a property entry advisory disclosure. This is a COVID disclosure, essentially noting that the entrant is not having any symptoms, has not been exposed to anybody with symptoms or tested positive for COVID, or works in a high risk environment. We require these disclosures to be executed before confirming showings and additional CBS code is given to the agent for lockbox access upon receipt. These property entry advisory disclosures are very commonly called PEDs. Second, hand sanitizer, shoe coverings, and disinfectant wipes are provided at all listings. Third, Face coverings are required for all entrants, and they are asked to refrain from touching surfaces unnecessarily. Fourth, posted rules for entry are prominently displayed at the entrance of each listing expressing the necessity of washing hands, wearing face coverings, social distancing, etc. while viewing the home. And fifth, we are currently not hosting any open houses as the required documentation and logistics really does not make sense. On the showing side, one, sellers are required to complete a property entry advisory disclosure as well, confirming they as well are not having symptoms, have not been exposed, work in a high-risk environment, etc. Second, it is requested that occupants of the home vacate the home during the showings, and if they are insisting on staying, face coverings are to be worn and social distancing is to be respected. Third. Gloves, hand sanitizer, and shoe coverings can be provided by me upon request. Fourth, I personally wear gloves during all showings and can open necessary doors and cabinets so it is a touchless experience for my buyers and limited exposure to the home. Ultimately, the goal of these precautions is to reduce your and our exposure as much as possible to any people and or surfaces that may be harmful. I have personally not heard of any stories where any transmission or outbreak has taken place as a result of a real estate showing, and I, for one, intend to do my best to keep it that way. Education. With the help of Keeping Current Matters, as well as my own hyperlocal research, I was able to stay well informed on what was going on with local, state, and national real estate news through the use of in-depth research and insight from industry professionals and economists, very early on the indications were that real estate would become booming back. There were many key factors that have contributed this. 1. Historically low interest rates. In 2020, mortgage rates hit all-time lows 16 times. 2. Very little inventory. Basic supply and demand principles very few homes on the market with ample buyers searching for those homes. Three, family priorities changed in what they needed in a home. They wanted bigger yards, pools, home offices, etc. Four, working remotely allowed for people to move away from big cities and employment hubs. Five, renters have had an increased urgency to purchase a place of their own And six, stay-at-home orders made the desire to purchase and or dial in the perfect home to be able to stay inside for an extended period of time. So what happened in my business in 2020? Much like everyone in all industries, we all kind of flew by the seat of our pants, adapted, and made do with what our new normal was and is. After the initial shock and slowdown around mid-May, The floodgates burst open and real estate was very open for business. I can remember my first listing after the initial shock hitting the market in late May in Pomona, LA County. We priced it pretty aggressively and ended up having upwards of 80 showings in five or six days and over 12 offers significantly above list price. I wrote it off as being a bit of an outlier until the next listing I had came on in a different county and it was much of the same. That's when I knew that it was getting pretty crazy. Throughout the rest of the year and to this day, the prices have continued to increase seemingly daily and competition amongst buyers is very strong. That brings me to a big topic these days, buyer competition. With buyer competition so strong and multiple offers on virtually every property listed at a reasonable price, the question becomes, how do I get my offer accepted? Here is what I have learned over the years, and most importantly this year, relationships matter. Along with that, which goes hand in hand, is communication matters. I have heard from other agents my buyers have written 10, 12, 15 offers and not gotten accepted. On multiple occasions this year, I have been involved in offer negotiations where my buyers were going up against multiple other buyers and we were able to prevail as the Offer which was chosen, and on a few of those occasions, my buyers were contingent buyers. Why? Relationships and communication. On a handful of these transactions, I had a previous relationship with or a degree of separation with the listing agent, and a good relationship at that. Other occasions, my lender partner, Benny Rabishin with New American Funding, either had a relationship with the agent or communicated so well with the listing agent that the listing agent and seller chose our buyer over other buyers who were often non-contingent, potentially offered higher down payments and higher purchase price. Through these relationships and communication, we can create confidence in the listing agent and seller's eyes, assuring them we will close escrow and stick to the contractual timeline all the while communicating effectively. Because, as we all know, during a time where everything is followed by a question mark, assurance and confidence are huge and valuable. Back to my business this year. I am happy, fortunate, and thankful to report that this year, through the ups and downs, I was able to post my most successful year to date. I was fortunate enough to be involved in 21 transactions totaling over $11 million in production helping families buy, sell, and lease real estate in 2020, with four transactions currently in escrow closing in January. I must say, had you asked me in April how my year was going to go, I would have guessed quite dismal, so my level of appreciation couldn't be higher. What's in store for 2021? The short of the long is much of the same. There is little indication that interest rates will creep back up, at least not right away. Buyer demand has remained very strong and the inventory is still historically low. All of these things combine for the perfect storm for real estate for buyers and sellers. Some quotes and stats from this year that really stuck out to me. First, the average homeowner gained $17,000 in equity over the past year. That's a national number. California, or even more hyperlocal Southern California, could be increased even more. According to John Burns Consulting, 58.7% of homes in the U.S. have at least 60% equity, and 42.1% of all homes in the country are mortgage-free. Meaning they are owned free and clear. This contributes to a statement made by Ivy Zellman the likelihood of us having a foreclosure crisis again is about 0%. Daniel Hale with Realtor.com quoted We expect sales to grow 7% and prices to rise another 5.7% on top of 2020's already high levels. In 2020, mortgage rates hit all-time lows more than a dozen times, falling below 3% for the first time ever. I'll leave you with this quote from Dr. Wayne Dreyer. Our intention creates our reality. I really like this concise quote, especially in a year when we were filled with so much uncertainty. When you control what you can control with great intention, a positive reality has a funny way of surfacing itself thank you for tuning in. Thank you for following my journey this year. And until next time, have a great day and a happy and healthy 2021. Bye.